This is Matt Smith with the Film Fine News. Um, coming at you a little late this week. Um, apologies about that. Just been a little busy. Uh, first up, the weekend box office report uh, from the weekend of uh, July 22nd. Um, the Conjuring opens really strong with a $41.5 million debut. Uh, followed yet again by the unstoppable behemoth that is Despicable Me 2, uh, adding a further $24.9 million to its cumulative of 276 Opening up in a disappointing third place, Turbo with $21.3 million. And then with a big drop, uh, Grown Ups 2 lands in the fourth spot with 1909 Red 2 opens up with 18 million and number 5. Uh, I think that's doing pretty strong. I don't think it was tracked to do that well, although it also didn't cost that much to make comparatively with other pictures. Perhaps the weekend's biggest disappointment is the Universal film RIPD, um, which is uh, opened at 12.7 million. Actually, maybe that's not Universal. Uh, it doesn't matter. RIPD, uh, which has been largely uh, disregarded by the popular press as a knockoff of Men in Black and thus something to be avoided, um, not that bad a picture. Uh, I'm not surprised that it opened poorly. I think that this is totally going to make its money on home video, uh, which is probably bad news for the studio. Uh, total top ten, number one, The Conjuring, number two, Despicable Me 2, number three, Turbo, Number four, Grown Ups 2. Number five, Red 2. Number six, Pacific Rim. Number seven, RIPD. Number eight, The Heat. Number nine, World War Z. Still holding strong. Total uh, now domestically is 187 million. And Monsters University in the 10th spot with a further 5.12 million added to its 249 million cum. Uh, Speaking of the box office, there was a New York Times article on Monday uh, called The Weekend Box Office Reflects a Season of Big Budget Stumbles. Uh, of note, uh, the f there are five big flops since May. Um, After Earth, Turbo, White House Down, Pacific Rim, The Lone Ranger, and R.I.P.D. Uh, what's interesting about the article to me, however, is uh, in the th third paragraph... There is a uh, little blurb that uh, you might overlook if you haven't been following this issue like we have here at the split or at the film find. Um, and here it is: the quote, "The deeper issue is an overreliance by studios on the same kind of expensive movie, one or more cinematic behemoths, those loaded with similar-looking computer-generated effects, films that cost 130 million to 225 million to make." have arrived almost weekly since May, fragmenting and fatiguing the audience. I will tell you as a fan, I am fatigued. Um, some of these movies look really great. Some of them are awful. Um, some of them are really good and they're not earning their money for whatever reason, Pacific Rim being uh, probably the primary uh, film in that bunch that should make a lot of money and isn't. Uh, actually, I was really surprised White House Down wasn't making money. Um, maybe it wasn't as big world destruction as Roland Emmerich films need to be. 
to make a ton of uh, cash, but I think it's a pretty solid picture. And having just sat through um, the other White House Under Fire movie uh, that isn't White House Down, um, Olympus Has Fallen last night, uh, I will say that comparatively there is no contest. White House Down is by far a better movie and a better Die Hard knockoff. A um, few big stories out of Comic-Con this week. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy got a lot of press. It was a big story in uh, USA Today on Monday. Um, really excited about this project. I'm a fan of James Gunn. Super nice guy. I met him at the uh, Toronto premiere of Super at uh, the Midnight Madness section of uh, TIFF 2010. And uh, I'm really glad that he's on this project. I, I kind of have more faith in it being pulled off because he is such a weird, quirky guy. Um, second, uh, Batman is going to make an appearance in the next Superman movie, which will be directed by Zack Snyder. And Christopher Nolan is sticking around as executive director. And David S. Goyer is staying on as screenwriter. Um, this movie is going to come out in 2015, we're told. Uh, I don't think that it's likely Christian Bale will return as Batman. And honestly, this will probably be a way for them to reboot The Dark Knight without rebooting The Dark Knight. For a little further discussion, listen to this week's uh, Film Find episode, uh, where Adam and I talk about both of these stories. Um Finally, coming out of Comic-Con, uh, just very briefly, uh, Joss Whedon announces that the title of Avengers 2 will be The Age of Ultron, uh, which elicits a giant sigh from me. I'm not too big on Ultron. I don't really care. At least they're not adapting the recent Age of Ultron storyline directly, which uh, was a big snooze and uh, kind of sucked. Um, this week... Acting legend Dennis Farina died Monday at age 69. Uh, the Chicago actor was best known for his roles in Out of Sight, Get Shorty, Midnight Run, and uh, taking on the the uh, thankless task of replacing Jerry Orbach on Law & Order as Detective Joe Fontana, uh, taking up the mantle of uh, you know snarkiness that was left behind by that legacy. Um, Law and Order, of course, was canceled a couple of years back inexplicably, um, and uh, really NBC has never fully recovered from that. Uh, Spike Lee this week has uh, announced that he's turning to Kickstarter to raise money for a film about people who are addicted to blood with a goal of $1.25 million. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. I really like Spike Lee. I don't think that Kickstarter was intended for established people to get their projects made. I'm, I'm not saying it can't be a way, but I know that uh, Kickstarter, when it was started, was much more in line with, hey, who needs to get crowdfunded? Um, Spike Lee, regardless of the quality of his projects, has always worked for studios. Um, it's been a long time since he's really been out on his own, not having distribution and not having any sort of private funding. Um, on the heels of its uh, record win or record nods 
at the Emmy nominations last week, uh, which was a first for content created solely for online streaming. Netflix this week announced that it's going to start offering original documentary and comedy special content in addition to TV shows. Um, really interesting development over at Netflix. I think this bodes well for its growth. Um, uh, I would buy some stock. Let's get going on that, guys. And finally this week, just a little nugget. Don't have much to go on, but... Uh, this this past week at a um, at a at an animation conference, Henry Selick, the director of uh, Coraline, and uh, he did the animation for um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Henry Selick, stop motion god, has told the Hollywood Reporter that he'd like to turn his attention to a comedic live action horror film for his next project, which should be terribly interesting. I, I really like this guy. Um, Paranorman was a lot of fun. That was his, uh, Leica studios that he does a lot of work for, uh, Henry Selleck, an amazing animator, amazing storyteller, looking forward to what he might be able to do in the live action medium. Um, that's it. Uh, I wish I had more. Don't really have the time. We'll be back next week on time. Uh, on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, again, for The Film Find, this is Matt Smith, and this has been Episode 5 of The Film Find News. Thanks for listening.